Hey, Alicia, who have you got for us this week? Well, I got a trashy divorce that is not winning. Oh. How about you, Stacey? <laughs> I, uh, I have someone who is a Carlos danger to himself. This is going to be so good. <laughs> Welcome to Trashy Divorces. My, my own, own worst, worst enemy. enemy. Oh, I'm so excited about this week. You want me to go first? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go first. This is either, it's not winning. I mean, maybe it's winning, but it's not. This week, I'm presenting to you an all of it sorted mm. and maybe redeeming glory. There's <laughs> one nice part. Oh, that's good. Yeah, there's one. Change of pace. Okay. <laughs> about the trashy divorce of Denise Richards and Charlie Sheen. All right. Hit me with this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> So to begin with, let's set the stage and recognize that maybe it's tough being a white dude from a legendary family in Hollywood. This poor kid, born in New York City, moved to Malibu with his actor father and artist mother, hmm. never got a break. He's got friends like Robert Downey Jr. and Rob Lowe. His brother's Emilio Estevez, Sean Penn. So bad friends, terrible, bad family, terrible, terrible upbringing. Yeah. Uh, was, he, was he part of the... Uh, that like early '80s Brat Pack. He was in a. He was not technically one of the Brat Pack okay. Seven or whatever. Yeah. But he was very much associated with that crowd. Sure, sure. So Charlie Sheen, living the sad life that he mm, does, it's tough. Yeah, actually drops out a few weeks before his high school graduation and decides to become an actor. So you're weeping all the tears. I yeah, I'd love the I love sure. the. Uh, the uh, ambition there. Sure. But he works steadily. Mm -hmm. Like, he Fair. gets a job as an actor and is in a lot of the movies from that late 80s time period when he breaks out. Sure. His IMDb has him working quite frequently from 83, 84, 85. So born in 65. Like, he's working. He's, okay. a, he's a young adult actor in many of... The movies I remember from Red Dawn. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I remember Lucas. that one. Do you remember Lucas? Football oh. movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He was in Platoon. Right, He right. was in Wall Street, Young Guns, yeah, Eight yeah. Men Out, Major League. Oh, yeah, Major League. Yeah, he was. Right? Like, he's consistently working, and that's great. His first engagement, I just want to set the stage before okay. sweet, innocent Denise Richards, angel <laughs> okay. that she is, comes along. So his first engagement to Kelly Preston goes badly when he accidentally shoots her. Oh, <clears throat> that that happens. She broke off the engagement soon after. Stunner. This was in 1990. Stunner. Okay, so she gets a trashy divorces gold star for making a good Way to call. go! Avoid that train wreck. Feel the red flags. Okay. Feel full of red flags. Kelly Preston gets it. Which, as an unusual aside, is now married to John Travolta. So you think you would have gotten the field of red flags from your previous dating experience. But Scientology is a different podcast for a different day. Mm. In the 1990s, okay. after this tumultuous breakup, Charlie Sheen subsequently dates a number of adult film actresses. Oh, like you do. Like you do. He has a type. He <laughs> decides to settle down in 1995 for his first marriage. <laughs> they get married in September of 1995. That same year, Charlie Sheen was named as one of the clients oh. in Heidi Fleiss's escort agency, the scandal that took down Hollywood. Oh, wait. And is this, is he, is this Denise Richards? No, this oh, is his first oh, wife. Like, Denise Richards is still coming in five years. We okay. haven't, but okay. I'm just laying a little bit of gotcha. Okay. background red flag territory. Okay, so wife number one. Wife number one divorces him the following year for being one of the named clients in the Hollywood Madam We're gonna, Heidi Fleiss's. We'll give her half a trashy divorces gold star. <laughs> right. She got it. She got Eventually. it. She was out. Funnily enough, mm -hmm. the only year in the 1990s where he doesn't have movies is that year. So mm. maybe they were happy until, you know, the press. <sighs> nope. Way to go, Heidi Fleiss. Yeah, I'm right, all right, for right. sex workers. Sure, no shade. No shame. I think the problem was, hey, wait, you're using escorts when you're married to me. But 
I speculation. feel like that would be a problem for most people. It would be a problem for me. <laughs> so, fast forward to 2000. Here comes sweet, lovely Denise Richards, born in Illinois, farm fresh, mm. moves to California when she's 15. At the age of 15, here was something that I stumbled across, which I thought was lovely. She appeared in the U.S. version of the music video, The Captain of Her Heart by Double, <laughs> which you may be slightly too young for this, but that piano riff. Dun, 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 dun. We can probably put a YouTube oh, of this on, on the so website. I didn't connect it until I connected it, but I'm like, oh, yeah, there you are at 15. After her high school graduation, Denise begins working as a model, travels to all the big cities, Paris, New York, Tokyo. She does a lot of initial early television like you do as a young starlet. So with TV spots, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> She's on every early 90s show that she can. 90210, Melrose, Lois and Clark. And she does get some good movie parts. She's in Wild Things. She's cast as a Bond girl. Okay. So she's skipping along fine in her career, doing great. Dun 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 dun. Uh-oh. Meets Charlie Sheen oh, in 2000. We're so sorry, Denise Richards. <laughs> they begin dating in 2001. <laughs> uh, they got engaged December 26th, 2001. Just want to keep that Christmas Murray, time. Murray feeling. Christmas. Uh in in pin that. Okay. And they were married in a June wedding in 2002. Oh, the June wedding. Yeah. yeah, It's every bride's dream. (laughs) So from 2002 Mm -hmm. to 2005, I guess things go from, ah, the June wedding to swimmingly bad. Oh. They have two. three years? Yeah. They have two daughters together. And Denise Richards quoted in an interview in 2008. Knew it wasn't going to work once she vaccinated one of their daughters. And Charlie Sheen accused Denise Richards of poisoning their daughter. Oh, boy. Uh, Quote, and I knew when he said that the marriage wasn't going to work. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So it doesn't work. And while pregnant with their second daughter in March of 2005, Richards files for divorce accusing Sheen of alcohol and drug abuse and threats of violence. Wow. So he did shoot somebody once. A fiancé. Sorry. He did shoot a fiancé once. I don't know. I'm just saying threats of violence, maybe. Not way out of character here. So maybe more than likely as a a pregnant mother, you're going to take a little bit more care and caution. The couple did briefly reconcile. They did seek marriage counseling. It did not work. So in January of 2006, she continued with the divorce. A little bit later, she sought a restraining order against Charlie Sheen because of death threats against her, which is totally what you want in postpartum. Who doesn't? Good times. In April of 2006, Denise Richards formally filed legal formal papers seeking a divorce. Okay. In November of that year, so April to November, the divorce became final. Sheen, within that divorce court order, is ordered to stay 300 feet away from her and his daughters, except during supervised visits. Oof. So you can tell how well. Mm. Now, Alicia, you didn't talk about very much that whole, that's not a very trashy divorce. The trash part comes after. Okay, okay. Which is interesting to me. I would say, though, the the restraining order, the... Threats of violence and then an order to stay 300 feet away from his children. Okay, I'm sorry. What's coming is so trashy that those things don't even sound. They don't even count. They're not even on the scale yet. I mean, they are. Shot. Oh, sure. Shot in the arm. Oh, no. Um, Yeah. No hottie flies. I don't know. Like, you (laughs) give love a bad name, Dan. Okay. So this should be the end of the story, but it's not. I'll go ahead and update you. To 2008. Okay. In May of 2008, Charlie Sheen marries his third wife. Okay. Brooke Muller. Brooke Muller. Yes, I know who that is. Okay. Because I, in going through and pl- making our little crazy plan for this, I'm like, but like Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards just got divorced like yesterday. Like what did it go? Yes, it went on. 
So in May, Charlie Sheen marries Brooke Muller. In 2008, Denise Richards, uh, in getting a job, new single mom, needs a gig, signs on for a reality program on E! Denise Richards, it's complicated, Hmm. and wants to use her two daughters to tell her reality story, which makes sense. Charlie Sheen, mad, goes to court so that she couldn't include their daughters in the show. Judge blocks the request. Sheen urges all of his fans to boycott it. (sighs) I mean, was this purely a power play, or does he have some weird idea that he, who his children need to be protected from, clearly, the courts agree, should protect his children from cameras? I that's the trick. Like I I haven't been able to determine if it's her oh, you found a new wife? Cool. I'm gonna go ahead and kick ass over here. And it's just it sounds like he's essentially crazy anyway. For the guy who deemed her plans greedy and vain, let me just give you a rundown on what he's doing. Gotcha. Yeah. December twenty fifth, remember that Christmas time thing? Two thousand nine. Sheen is arrested for assaulting Brooke Muller. Oh, shit. In Aspen, Colorado. Oh, shit. He's released the same day from jail after posting an $8,500 bond. Okay. He's charged with felony menacing, which I don't know if I've ever heard that is an actual criminal charge before, but it sounds pretty dangerous, as well as third-degree salt and criminal mischief, which sounds a lot more fun and like Group W bench. But anyway. (laughs) In May... So, six months later, May 2010, Richards, Denise Richards, was handed over custody, full custody, of their, she and Charlie Sheen's two daughters. There's no more, she's got full custody. She cites marital turmoil with Brooke Muller, sobriety issues, and criminal problems. So his fuck-up is her gain and that she gets sole custody of her kids. Or possibly the children's gain and that that's now... No, any, legit, the children's gain. Like, this any lady is an dad angel. Is supervised, yeah. Correct. Sheen did not fight this agreement. <laughs> In October of 2010, because things are still going swimmingly for him, mm. the police removed Sheen... From the Plaza Hotel after causing $7,000 in damage because rock star. I'm a rock star. <laughs> That's exactly right. Sheen admitted to drinking and using cocaine the night of the incident. In November of 2010, who could have predicted things were going to go badly with he and Brooke Muller? Oh. Sheen files for divorce. Oh. Well, lucky Brooke Muller, I think. So, May to 2008, November to 2010. In March of 2011, the police removed the couple's sons from their home. Mueller obtains a restraining order against him, being very concerned that he is currently insane. Wow. He responds back with Uh, a text to people. No, no, no. Born ready. Winning. A la... The inception of winning in our common vocabulary. I don't think you're winning. So in 2011, Brooke Muller's filed for divorce. Poor Denise Richards. Hanging out, doing her thing. Sole custody of the kids. kids, In March 2011, Sheen is currently living with his two goddesses, quote unquote, uh, one is a model and graphic designer. One is a pornographic actress. His goddesses wise up, and by April and June, subsequently, they've left him. I mean, that's weird because he sounds like such a cool, laid back kind of guy, and not at all sure. Weird. Not at all weird. So the kids are taking out, taken out in March. But let me tell you what else is happening in March, because all of this falls out really, really quickly for him. CBS and Warner Brothers terminate his contract for two and a half men, March the 7th. Okay. Kids gone March the 1st. Okay. I mean, this is unraveling in real time. Yeah, in the span of a week, he loses his kids and his job. Unraveling in real time. Right. Which, this is where I begin. I did not start the story with sympathy. Okay. But we'll get there. Contract ends March the 7th from two and a half men. 
Sheen has a highly publicized meltdown that is everywhere, right? I recall it being very highly publicized and super weird. Super weird. We've got winning. He made a lot of bizarre statements in television interviews. Let me just go ahead and remind you of a few of the freshest, most fun ones. Yeah, this was strange. He suggested he was a warlock with tiger blood. In his veins or like on a vial on his neck? Oh, no. In his veins is the Adonis DNA. Oh. Oh, oh. Okay. He's winning. Sure. With the Adonis DNA. I mean, you'd have to. There were some brilliant groundbreaking films posted on YouTube showing himself smoking cigarettes through his nose. Oh, God. (laughs) Cursing out former employers. Mm Mm-hmm. He did tell one TV interview. (laughs) This is so bad. Quote. I'm tired of pretending I'm not special. I'm tired of pretending I'm not a total bitchin' rock star from Mars. From Mars? From Mars. Not the good place, but Mars. Not the bad place. But Mars. The outer space. The outer space place. There you go. There you go. Good Lord. So, Sheen and Mueller's divorce becomes final in May of 2011. Okay. Okay. By 2012... Denise Richards has taken custody of Sheen's kids with Brooke Muller. Oh, my God. Okay. Because she had her own addiction problems. Yep. Her own addiction problems. So Denise Richards. Wow. Is like the only stable thing in the Sheen universe. Correct. I'm sorry. By 2013, Richards was awarded custody of twin sons born in 2009 to Sheen and Muller. Children were removed from Mueller's home due to concerns over drug use. She had previously cared for those kids during this time of all. Okay. If Denise Richards isn't a saint, it takes a special kind of person to take custody of the new wife's kids with your lousy ex-husband and even knowing they're divorced now. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I didn't know that. So she kind of, she put her acting career Kind of tampered it down to take care of four kids, Mm -hmm. their set of twins, her two daughters. She did adopt another child in 2011. Wow. So five kids. Wow. So five kids. Here's what I love when good things happen. So she's sort of been on the DL taking care of kids. By 2012, she and Charlie Sheen are back on good terms. They spend time together with their kids they both make cameo appearances on other shows. Okay. Okay. So St. Denise Richards, you see mm-hmm. the little halo. Ah. <laughs> In December 2017, she began dating Aaron Pfeiffers. Okay. The ex-husband of Nicolette Sheridan. Hmm. They did marry September 8th, 2018 in Malibu. So recently. So just a few months just ago. Just a few okay. months ago. All right. Also, in August 2018, Richards announced that she'll be joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills oh, for no, their ninth season. No, no, sorry. When was this announced? August 2018. And she got married in September the yeah. following month? Correct. Okay. Does she know what happens to relationships on Real Housewives? Because I'm... She hasn't listened to our pod yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mr. What is it? Pfeiffer's? Is that her husband's last name? Uh, Pfeiffer. I think it's said that way. It is spelled P-H-Y-P-E-R-S. Pfeiffer's. In any case. Yeah, that's fine. But, oh, the poor guy. I'm so sorry for what's coming your way, Mr. Pfeiffer's, or whatever the pronunciation is. Well, she has had some happiness. Remarried. Sure. Has a new gig. Yeah, but. Act again. Kids are a little older. I'm going to wish her well. Absolutely. Absolutely. There is a legit curse with Real Housewives, though. Hopefully so she. I'm rooting for this kid. She breaks the curse. I hope she breaks the curse. She's magic. She's gonna break I, the curse. I don't know what kind of soul it takes to attain custody of your ex-husband who had you've had restraining orders on for death threats. Yeah, to take care of his kids when he's going through like that is a deep level of caring and concern that I found really redeeming about. Yeah, that speaks to the kind of person that right because right. we're BFFs now. Since I've researched this, totally. Um, I mean, speaks to the kind of person she is. Well, and and a really, a really broad view of family, which is commendable. 
Illinois girl. Yeah, there you go. So she is living, let's hope, happily ever after until Real Housewives gets Oh my gets God, I'm so sorry. But if you'd like a little update on what's happened with our boy. Oh, indeed. Yeah. It's like he hasn't been too much in the news lately. Is that right? Lately, well, it it resurrected it. So what? Here's the background story about what's happening during that time. Okay. He divorces Brooke Muller, dates some other penthouse magazine. I mean, he's got a type. Becomes engaged in 2014 to a former adult film star. They decide to mutually separate before before they get married that, it's good, all really shady good on you mrs not charlie sheen well she was hospitalized for a drug overdose so i think oh that no like this is none of it's this is, very sad it's very sad so in november of 2015 sheen publicly reveals that he was diagnosed with hiv four years ago oh. remember back in that march 2011 time frame oh. like tiger's blood and adonis dna and all the life imploding exactly okay so the okay so you're you're saying the completely bizarro behavior triggered by in an interview he referred to the phrase hiv as three very hard letters to absorb yeah 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 he right has been on antra anti-retroviral drugs since then and, and he's got it controlled I'm going to come back to the shitty part, but you kind of get why he's falling apart that does, at that time. That does put it in a very different light. Because, I mean, this is, I mean, HIV is a potentially terminal disease. Well, he paid extortionists since 2011 to when he comes out with this news, $10 million to keep his status a secret. Oh, shit. Exactly. So, oh, shit. And three years? Is that 2014? Four, yeah, four years. Oh, man. Yeah, you're... Two point slick two point five mil a year to have somebody keep like oh fuck. secrets are so lethal yeah. and so terrible yeah. and they're toxic and they eat you up inside. He uh, <laughs> no, this is the bad part. Like he says, it's impossible he could have infected any of his partners. Hmm. A source indicates he had two hundred sexual partners after he learned he had HIV. Hmm. Stated he was up front. About his condition with his past, co- it's it's all creepy. Yeah, it sounds like he approaches things with such sobriety and clarity. It's well, no, because <laughs> in 2016, the good news for him, he had his monthly child support payments for Brooke Muller and Denise Richards reduced from fifty five thousand dollars a month to ten thousand dollars a month. That's the good news. He's worth $20 million, by the way. Wow. So I can find. So that's sort of weird. All right. The bad news later that month, it was announced that he was under investigation by the Los Angeles Police Department stalking unit for threatening to kill the former fiance oh, back in 2014. Okay. All right. Since then, I'm not finding a it's, whole... It's hard to... I, I see how you threw in this, like... Let's, we can find a little way to be sympathetic because he got this diagnosis that must have been very difficult to, to, you know, accept and sure. live his life with. And, and now you're taking it all away. Like there, you just, you gave us this little glimmer of, uh, well, of, like you try to understand how we can empathize going and, through like this story surprised me of everything that I'm researching coming up plan for the season. Yeah. Man, I've got some divorces I really care about and people who got screwed in that, that there is a narrative to tell. Sure. This one, when we decided on my own worst enemy, I'm like, oh, God, that's Charlie Shea. Like I immediately knew like who popped in my mind when we decided on that theme. Yeah. I didn't expect to feel bad for him. I mean, I don't. He shot a fiance. You stalked yeah. another one. You've had like some really... Uh, that is a yeah. That's a long track record of that's my own worst enemy. Impulsivity. Dude, you're born and... into a golden cup yeah. of whatever you want to do. You're a working actor. You steadily work. Like, what kind of da- who hurt you? Yeah. Like, what kind of damage was done to you that like? <sighs> we didn't know we were building an empathy podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Anyway, good for Denise Richards. She's the angel of the story. 
He has not been in the news much recently, so we wish him well. We know that many of his friends back from high school days have gotten sober. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Rob Lowe, Mm -hmm. we recommend you talk with them. Maybe get some handy tips. But, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man who can basically accomplish anything. So, I mean, look at Robert Downey Jr. as a contrast. What a success Mm -hmm. story. Like, that guy was strung out. Yeah. Was losing every everything yeah and okay no now he's what iron man one two three four seventy five well, he's an I avenger have, he's an avenger yeah 98 trillion dollars in the bank and i'm a fucking avenger that's <laughs> hey charlie mm. sheen go talk to your friend robert downey jr yeah. and see if he can't give you a hot take or two anyway that's my trashy divorce sure i oh didn't expect to have so many conflicting feelings about it. Interesting. But I do have one little bit that did pop up recently for the news that I'm just going to drop in. Okay. Apropos to nothing. Kendall Jenner mm. bought Charlie Sheen's old five-bedroom mansion. I think this is our first... She's a Kardashian, right? Correct. I think this is our first Trashy Divorces Kardashian reference, yeah. and I suspect it will not be our last. Pop. So... Kendall Jenner buys her home in Mulholland Estates from Charlie Sheen back in 2017 for $8.5 million. Takes her a year to complete the renovations. It turns out she had a stalker who actually managed to get on the property, which is how this came up in the news. None of those are the extraordinary facts. This is the fact I want to dump on you. This five-bedroom home is 6,625 square feet. Oh, my God. I'm... I just turned my head to look at the fifteen, the luxurious the 1,300 square, square feet we have. Yeah. Imagine that times five. What is that? How do you have five bedrooms in that massive amount? That was the... You I have mean, a staff. Kendall Jenner, I hope they caught your stalker. <laughs> I hope you like your new reno. Like, we there's hope, a lot of things to say, but we hope, it is... We hope your stalker was not Charlie Sheen. <laughs> How does one fucking person live in 7,000 square feet? I don't know. Can you imagine all the shit I'd hoard then? Oh, no. Anyway. Won't. That is the trashy divorce. The not winning, but maybe humanity wins that Denise Richards is an angel. Yeah, I thought you were going to say something sympathetic about Charlie Sheen, but Denise Richards clearly um, is an angel. mm -hmm, Yeah. That's what I got. Did you enjoy that? I did, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean... The, the dude's got some issues. Let's just... I we think... wish you crazy kids the best. Good luck on your new marriage, Denise Richards. Oh, yeah. That, sorry. Stay sorry. non-toxic, Charlie Sheen. thing is not going to work yeah. out. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back... You have a Carlos Danger have, of a story. I have a Carlos Danger Can't of a story for you. Can't even wait to hear this. <laughs> let's do it. Cool. Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm just keep it simple. I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Brav Bros. Two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav Bros. No. Oh. Dude, stop with the voice. Just keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. Brav Bros. Good job. Alicia. Hey. In the long history of powerful people being their own worst enemies, I feel like we would be remiss if we did not talk about former New York congressman and current federal prisoner, Anthony Weiner. Ooh. In a story I like to call Anthony's Weiner. Oh. (laughs) I'm excited about this. I'm I'm all cozied back up. <laughs> I quit paying attention to this because there was other shit going down. Sure. So I don't like I know bits and pieces of this, but I'm excited for the for oh. the whole tell oh. me. Oh, it's a talk lovely to story. me. Go. Right. Just as place setting, um, Anthony Weiner is 54 years old. Okay. At the moment. Sure. He first ran for Congress was was elected to Congress in 1998. Wow. In okay. a New York City district representing uh, parts of. Brooklyn and Queens, 
though this is not the district that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez represents now. In any case, it seems like what he really wanted to do when he grew up was become the mayor of New York City. Um, And he did run for the office in 2005, but didn't make it through the primary. So he remained in Congress doing his thing. Okay. Put his toe in again in 09 to run again against Bloomberg. Opted out. But he did immediately start fundraising for the 2013 mayor's race. And this will become important later in our story. Uh, so at 34, he's elected to Congress. He's kind of a hot shot, I assume. Yeah. Like he's got the world on a string. Well, uh, so, okay. So except his weird ambition to be mayor of New York City. Not really a weird ambition if you're a New Yorker politician. I, I mean, okay. But like my recollection of him really was like from the healthcare fight in sure. 09 and 10. Okay. I feel like that's yeah, when yeah, he yeah. really yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'd been in Congress for a while, but he was just so like pugnacious. Like he was such a scrappy fighter guy like building a reputation for himself. Exactly. Like okay. he he said on the floor of the US Congress that the Republican Party is a wholly owned subsidiary of the insurance industry. Like it was very gratifying. Okay. You know, as as somebody who sure. wanted healthcare reform. So he's doing good things. Yes, but... And starting to fundraise for future Yes, it would also be fair to describe him as arrogant, acerbic, and ambitious. But, you know, in in a good way, we we on the left loved him. Um, A lot of people on the right really did not. So there is this really funny uh, interview with uh, Jon Stewart from 2010 that we'll link to on TrashyDivorces.com. And these two have known each other since the 80s, apparently. And they spend like six minutes just trash talking each other. Like it, it is lovely. It was wonderful. Okay. And that was more than likely the peak of his career because oh, it all goes very, down very down. soon he went from not being winning a guest <laughs> on late night comedy shows. Who gave him Tiger's blood? To the punch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's some place setting about Anthony Weiner. Okay. What you need to know about Anthony Weiner that really makes his story very significant is that the woman who became his wife is a woman named Huma Abedin. She is awesome. She is Hillary Clinton's shadow. Yeah. Basically. She was born in Michigan, raised by scholar parents in Saudi Arabia, returned to the U.S. to attend George Washington University. During college, she applied for an internship at the White House and in 96, she was she became First Lady Hillary Clinton's intern. Right-hand man. She's her Alexander Hamilton. And she immediately became, yes. Like, she's been with Hillary Clinton ever since. Gotta get my right-hand man back. So, yeah, like, Hillary recognized, she's just, just organizationally talented, I think is what you would say. And so Hillary took her from being an intern in the White House to her U.S. Senate campaign, to the U.S. Sure. Senate, to the State Department. Loyal. Yep. Yes, and Huma also had prominent roles on both of, of Clinton's uh, presidential okay. campaigns. So, anyway. So, so she's a sharp one. She's, she's rising up. Oh, my God. She's so also, sharp. like, she is just, like, incredibly elegant and graceful and stylish. Like, she's a favorite of photographers. Like, there was a Vogue profile of her in, uh, during the 2016 race of Huma Abedin. Yeah, she's lovely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's so Mary just come back and I don't even know the whole whew, story yet. Right. Well, so so she met Anthony Weiner for the first time in 2001 while she was working okay. for Clinton in the Senate. Didn't go well. Um, no, no. Like Weiner asked her out. They went out for drinks. Huma Abedin doesn't drink. Oh. So she orders tea. She got up to go to the bathroom, never came back. <gasps> um, Ghosted. She says that she says that their recollections are a little different and that she did eventually get back to the table and he had already left. He just he's like, no, no, she ditched me. <laughs> like, OK, anyway, wow. so that's 2001. What has to happen for you to get a second date after that? A lot of time passed. Well, I, let me let me tell you. What has OK, to OK. What happens? All right. What happens? So Washington, I think, is really a very small town. Sure. For the politically con- connected and. Like, how, there are only so many people who are, like, at the top of, you know, their party echelon in politics. So they ran into each other all the time. 
in the coming years. And like Anthony Weiner would like oh, give God, some. There's that guy I walked out on at the bar yeah, five years ago. Yeah, yeah, like he'd give some stem winder of a speech to warm up the room for Hillary Clinton. Oh Lord! And like I don't think Abedin really. How mortifying! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, at the 2007 State of the Union address, you've got Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama both declared for the presidency. Sure. They end up seated near each other, and Weiner sort of slides in and like somehow buffers between them and makes it cool for both of them. And so Huma texted him and was like, thanks for taking care of my boss. That was really cool Mm -hmm. of you. They go out for coffee. Thus begins the worst thing Huma Abedin has done in her life. (laughs) So um, anyway, so they were dating during the 08 race. Wiener campaigned really hard for Clinton because it meant he could be with his girlfriend more. (laughs) Obama, of course, won that election, and Clinton became Secretary of State. I just... Huma Abedin becomes Deputy Chief of Staff to the Secretary of State. Sure, it's a big deal. It's a big big job. Big deal. These are prominent people. These are, like, professional... Anyway, July of 2010, they finally get married. I think Huma was technically pregnant at the time. The service... for three years, long enough to... And they've known each other for a decade, basically. Their wedding was officiated. By one William Jefferson Clinton, which could perhaps foreshadow that. No, wait, it does. It does. Okay. So uh, Huma gave birth to their son, Jordan, in December of 2010. Okay. And in 2011, Anthony Weiner's life blew the fuck up. (laughs) So they just got married. Yeah, they just got married. Yes. You're right. Exactamundo. Oh, God. They just got married in late May. So what, like 10 months into their... In late May, Wiener apparently tried to send a clothed dick pic. He was wearing underwear, but he was clearly erect. I'm glad you explained that because I wasn't sure what a clothed... It seems like a contradiction. We'll put some some of these on the website because they're sort of funny and a weird way. All of our listeners want to see... Okay, um, so he's okay. So he tries to send this, I, I think, as a text or maybe as a DM on Twitter. I'm not sure to a woman in Seattle, but instead it posted to his Twitter account. Oh Jesus Christ! Now it knows. So like he caught it really fast and took the picture down, but somebody screen grabbed it and sent it to there are people who live just for. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, let's th- let's bring in right wing blogger and provocateur Andrew Breitbart. Okay, wait. I'm I'm late to the Twitter game. Sure. And that's the, you got to be sure. Like, you can't be drunk on, like, you got to be. Well, not if you're going to, anyway. No, there's, there's no editing. You're really careful. It's a, it's a more careful medium than other places where you can correct mistakes. Yeah. I think it's safe to. He sends it out to Twitter. I think it's safe to say that Anthony Weiner is not a careful guy. So, Weiner. Of course, this becomes a big scandal because Andrew Breitbart's website, which at that time was biggovernment.com, like has a field day with this. And they'd apparently been trying to set up some sort of social media sting of him for a while. And they'd sure created like fake accounts of women to try to lure him. Like it was it was weird. He was a target. I mean, they. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, you're going to be for the opposite party, especially if you're. Yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly right. But. Let's be let's be fair. Uh, he did this to himself. Yeah, it wasn't like it was hard to catch you. So yeah, he had this sort wow. of squiggly defense. Um, he, <laughs> I thought you were going to say squiggly penis. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is not what I thought was squiggly. We will okay. later squiggly defense get to the picture where we could determine that. Oh, though I don't think no. I've ever actually seen it. No. Uh, okay. Squiggly defense for himself. <laughs> Sorry. He said that his Twitter had been hacked, but he also wouldn't definitely deny that the picture was of his own junk, which makes that's that's a hell of a hack right there. Man, these maids in this hotel are hardcore. They just yeah. come in and hack my Twitter. No kidding. <laughs> uh, and all of the pictures I have on my phone of my own junk. Anyway. Wow. So, you know, as these things go, more women sent pictures that he had shared with them to uh to oh, Breitbart because no. he'd and and one including one of his naked junk where does he find these people like on twitter i'm not really sure um like where do you go hunting if you are a 
newlywed with a newborn kid. I guess just social media. I I don't know. Okay. In any case, uh, he tried to kind of kind of tough it out and hang on to his seat, but like within a few weeks, like everyone, like Obama was like, eh, if I were him, I'd resign. And Nancy Pelosi told him to, to beat it. And Take so a hike. on June 21st, he resigned in, in disgrace. June 21st of 2011. Um, yes, that was pretty quick. Yeah. From... The whole thing lasted a, a, a few weeks, three, three weeks or so. All right. Whoa. Okay. But you know, he still had his eye on this mayor's race coming up in New York city. Right, and it's still it's two years off. People have short memories. You can like, this is America. It's a land of dreams. In oh, New York no. City, you can be a new man. It's the greatest city in the world. So, um, you know, he kept his head down and did whatever. I don't know, whatever. Did what? Like, hopefully, he's taking care of a kid while sure. she's doing her job for the State Department. Yes, uh, that too. For Hillary Washington. Yeah, for General Hillary. General Hillary. So after the 2012 presidential election, Clinton leaves the State Department. Sure. And Huma, of course, left as well. And they both headed back to New York to plan their next campaigns. Clinton looking at 2016. But Huma, Huma had something else to take care of in the meantime. Oh, no. And that was helping to engineer her husband's return to politics. Oh, something good. She was all excited. She's fired up. Oh, yeah. She was team. Yeah. She was team gonna be mayor now do you have i'm just sorry do you have any info on how they smoothed that out between them and why after that initial so the first date went great (laughs) (laughs) we get like how does how do you smooth that over in 2011 to get on board to run his campaign you know one of the people that she is closest to in life is perhaps the most famous spouse to have been cheated on that's in okay. living memory. Okay. I mean, I mean, if Hillary Clinton is not the quintessential, like, humiliated public adulterer. Mistreated wife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then, yeah. So I, I think that she had. Yeah, I guess if you have Hillary's voice in your ear, like, stick it out and that's, you know. Yeah. I also, I gather that. Um, forgive men make mistakes. Yeah. I gather that his parents are awesome. And so I think, I think there was just a lot of. There was a lot of family support in, in, in all the permutations you guys of that. You work this out. You love each other. Okay. Right. And not they, and they had, and I they just had didn't a baby. Know if you had any info. I don't. People tend not to spend a lot of time talking about that with reporters. I'm sorry. I realized how just that was rich. This is not any of my business, even though I'm doing a podcast about making it my business. Sure. <laughs> okay. So um, April 2013. Okay. Anthony Weiner announces his candidacy for mayor. And his story, flawed as it was, really worked with the public in New York City. Like, people were like, okay, this guy, you know, took his beating, learned his lesson, but he's an ex- he'd been on the New York City Council before he was in Congress. Like, he, you know, he was a local guy. His constituents really liked him. He so, wants to be an Oscar Mayor Wiener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so soon he's the front runner in the Democratic primary. And, you know, that's great kid making a comeback. Oh, my God. Like, it must have been incredible for both of them. Like, just it's working. You know, yeah. Like, Huma Abedin is finally working on a campaign that is not Hillary Clinton. Like, for once. Sure. In her career. Must have been fantastic. Then. um, Then in July. Those maids broke into his hotel room again. Those maids broke into his hotel room again. It was revealed that Wiener, uh, this time using the Twitter handle Carlos Danger, had continued sexting women after he left Congress. And, you know, he tried to own the scandal, but it was one of those, like, bullshit, like, he's at the podium with with his glamorous wife by his side and, like, just, just all the embarrassing shit you would expect. Oh. The campaign rapidly imploded. Wiener refused to drop out. And in the primary in September, he finished in fifth place with 4.9% of the vote. Which means that almost 5% of New Yorkers were open to Carlos Danger being their mayor. So, obviously, that's the end of the story. And nothing else notable or scandal-plagued. I think that's a lie. Oh, wait. (laughs) 
Jump to 2016. So, wait a minute. Jump to 2016? This is, what, 2013? Yeah. They stay married? Yeah. She forgives him again? I'm not saying that she should have. I'm not saying that you would. But they are, would. Still, they are still, married. still married. Still married. Still only one kid? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Still, <sighs> still raising their kid. All right. Jump to 2016. Mm-mm. Hillary Clinton is on the campaign trail for president. Sure. Huma is the campaign's vice chairwoman. All year, the campaign has been shadowed by allegations that Clinton had mishandled classified information by using a private email server while Secretary of State. Was it something like butter email? Butter. It was something about butter. Butter. Not margarine, but butter for sure. Over the summer, the FBI had concluded that while it was not great that this had happened, it was not criminal. Sure. And so scandal was over. Yay. Done. Everything's Oh, Everything's great. Oh, On August 28th, 2016, the New York Post published a photo of Anthony Weiner lying on his bed while his young son slept beside him. Mm-mm. Weiner is shirtless with no. an erection. No. Wearing pants, though. He's no, wearing nobody. pants of some sort. Nobody. Clearly, this, uh, yeah, this was a violation of all sorts of potential laws. Puma announced her separation that day or the next day. No, it wasn't. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't the bad part. It's all bad. But didn't, wasn't it to an underage? So, yes. Within a couple of weeks, the day. I didn't mean to steal your thunder on that, but like all of it was bad, but sure. I remember. Right. So within like, a, okay. within a couple of weeks, um, the Daily Mail uh, located a 15 year old girl in Kentucky no, who had been the. No. Recipient of messages from 15. Wiener. I'm not sure if that picture went to her or someone else. Like, the guy's a scumbag. Like, let's, he's a trash pile of a scumbag. Okay. So, because she was in Kentucky and he was in New York and she was a minor, this is interstate, interstate. which brings the oh. FBI in. And because it's social media, all of the computers, phones, devices. <gasps> Bring in the G-men. Get swept up by the FBI. Oh, Jesus. Where so they... you're not only fucking yourself up, dude, because you can't keep your dick in your oh, pants. But, like, you are world history. Uh... Your wife, her boss of forever, they find emails that may be germane to the, you know, previously closed Clinton email investigation, which... Very famously prompts the director of the FBI, James Comey, to send a a letter to the heads of several congressional committees, notifying them that this has happened. I think you mean James Comey. James Comey. (laughs) Um, And so while Clinton was again cleared of wrongdoing very within days, uh, the damage was done. The damage Um, was done. Nate Silver of 538 has argued that Comey's letter is the most significant explanation for Clinton's loss, uh, meaning that Anthony Weiner will forever be a footnote in American presidential history and not for any good reason. The guy's a dick. Most observers expected that Huma Abedin would serve as chief of staff in a Hillary Clinton administration. Instead, she's lived through her husband negotiating a plea agreement that sent him to federal prison for 21 months for transmitting obscene materials to a minor. She filed for divorce on May May 19th, 2017, uh, immediately after he pleaded guilty in January of 2018. She, well, he's, he was still in, he's, he's still in prison right now. She withdrew the petition so that they could privately settle the matter and that their son would not have to encounter fun headlines about his parents. And as of this recording, they are still technically married. Weiner is residing at Federal Medical Center Devons in Massachusetts, a facility for criminal sex offenders, and he's scheduled to be released as early as May of 2019 when he presumably can look forward to finally getting divorced. Wow. (laughs) I mean, I hope that if if he's in a specialized facility, he is getting the help and assistance that maybe will lead him to make better choices. I mean with his Twitter account in the future. Yeah, I mean apparently he's getting out a few months early because he's been a model prisoner, but Oh no doubt he's fucking mayor of New York. I mean, wants to be. You don't never will be. Well, I guess he can be corrupt oh, and he, want to do that job, he, so that's not saying much. Well, but. and he'll be a registered sex offender for the rest of his life. Um wow. cuz 15 Wow. 
Yeah. And that is the woeful tale of Huma Abedin and her sleazy husband, Anthony Weiner. Her sleazy squiggly. Keep your dick in your pants, man. And off your phone. Like, because you're not okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm retro backing down Charlie Sheen to three trash cans. Because it's one thing to inflict damage upon yourself and your reputation and potentially your family and your kids. That's that's some perpetual damage. But right. I don't know. Anthony Weiner may get at least one more trash can in my book just yeah. for the perpetual harm oh, yeah. done to a nation just because you can't keep your pants zipped. He's lit himself on fire three, three times. times. He's destroyed his career twice and he's destroyed his wife's career massively like i yeah is she a saint does she have a halo that appears above it would not surprise me God. it would not surprise me not even a little bit what a what a what a well, All right. gosh. Well, that's my story for trashy divorces this week i mean i feel like we should maybe leave on a happier note but <laughs> Man, those are both pretty trashy. They're, yeah. Yeah. Again, I know we don't have a sign-off or anything that's... Just keep it trashy, yet, guys. But no, I'm saying again, stay single. <laughs> what? God, when you ghost them on the first date, don't go back. There's a reason you break up. There's a reason you don't... <sighs> yeah, what's her name that Charlie Sheen shot? She didn't go back. I mean, this is not a healthy relationships podcast. It's trashy divorces. <laughs> this so, is an like, unhealthy relationship. podcast. Super glad podcast. people go back just to have shit for us to talk about. I think that does it for this week. I think that does it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, can't wait to see you next week. I got a good one coming. <laughs> uh, nice, nice. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for us. We'll see you next week. Stay single. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it trashy. Bye, Bye. guys. <laughs> And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at trashydivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at trashydivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at patreon.com slash trashydivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again, everybody, for listening. Keep it trashy, y'all.